Now, we learned yesterday that Cricket Australia has decided that three one-day internationals between Australia and Zimbabwe are going to be played in Townsville in late August and early September as a warm-up for the T20 World Cup. The Northern Territory missing out after after lobbying, obviously, to have the game uh, or some of those games played here. But NT Cricket is still very confident of getting an international game in the Territory. And I am joined in the studio by NT Cricket CEO Joel Morrison. Good morning to you. Good morning, Katie. Joel, a little bit of sad news, I suppose, for us for this year, but it sounds as though it's not all bad. Yeah, clearly disappointed that we weren't in a position to get the ODI this year, but there's a clear intent from Cricket Australia, and they've come out and confirmed this over the last 24 hours, that they want to bring international cricket back to Darwin. So the work we completed this year wasn't in vain, and we now really know the cost thresholds we need to hit to secure future matches in the next couple of years, and we expect to see what those real-life opportunities will be in the coming months when the International Cricket Council announces their new Futures Tour program, which outlines uh, where international cricket is going to be played over the next four to five years. Yeah, right. So we'll have a much clearer idea later this year. That's right. So we'll have a really good understanding of what the series are, who the opposition uh, will be, and then what formats of the game that are in um, contention for hosting matches in the north of Australia over the winter months. Now, obviously, um, the drop-in wicket was a a prohibitive factor here, wasn't it? That's right. That was the key uh, issue in terms of cost comparative to Townsville, who ended up securing the series, Mm -hmm. because they have natural turf wickets within their venue already, which TIO Stadium doesn't. And TIO Stadium is the internationally accredited venue in Darwin, so we have to play there. So the good news is we now understand that the current drop-in wicket configuration we have needs to be changed so that we can make these events (laughs) cost-effective. And we're about to commence that work with the NT government over the coming months to get cricket back played at the stadium next year through our Mm -hmm. Cricket 365 program, which will give us the operational and cost efficiencies um, to make these events more feasible moving forward. So rather than coming from a standing start where we haven't had international cricket here for 14 years, we've got cricket regularly played at the venue and we understand how we can bring those costs down from an event point of view for Cricket Australia. And so do we have any idea how much it will cost or still early days? Well, notionally, the the move was going to cost around about $150,000 to one hundred and seventy thousand dollars, and we're looking to try and take off at least one hundred thousand dollars of that with some cost efficiencies into yeah, the making right. modifications to the the wicket trade. So it's all a bit complicated, but effectively at the moment it's one big piece. It yep. weighs about thirty tons. It's twenty five meters, so it's really difficult to move across the road from our cricket facility to TIO Stadium and then back again. Yeah. Well, it sounds a bit crude. Yep. We're going to cut it in half. Yep. But it's all about board, um, yep. and then put in place the appropriate footings that we need at TIO Stadium, so that when we do put it in in the two pieces. It doesn't yep. move around during the match, which is pretty important, yeah. um, which is why it was one piece initially, but just cost prohibitive. So we'll make those modifications and it's done elsewhere. So we should uh, be able to make it more feasible to stage games. You here. mean business, don't you? Like you want these international games. NT Cricket wants these games here. We're taking it seriously. That's where the, the great opportunity is for cricket, both locally and nationally, is unlocking the winter opportunity in the north to... Um, extend the fixture of matches that are played. Rather than just having them in the six months over summer down south, we can extend those fixtures into whether it's August or July or June in the the northern states. So that does still mean North Queensland as well as Darwin in the Northern Territory Mm -hmm. to make it more cost effective to deliver matches, but then also to open up uh, flexible fixturing opportunities. Because there's so much cricket played now, Katie, whether it's um, men's and women's, international domestic, 
T20, 50 over yep. test matches. So we think there's a great case to play more of that content in Northern Australia. Absolutely. And then, I mean, you see the onflow, obviously, of sports being played in the Northern Territory and indeed in Darwin uh, when it comes to tourism, business, uh, people getting out and about. So the more of that event, uh, cricket and sport in general, that you can bring to the Territory, I would think the better. Absolutely. It's big dollars coming into the economy and we see that with the likes of the AFL matches and the NRL matches that are being played here at the moment. Yep. And cricket opens up a, a whole new dimension in that when we're talking international cricket, we then broadcast Darwin to the world in addition to the people who will then travel to come to the Territory during the dry season. So it's a big economic driver for the town and we yeah. see that being the, the key point for why we're prosecuting this case with business and government. And what else is on the agenda when it comes to cricket throughout this year? I know it's going to be a busy one. Already is. Yeah, there's no shortage of cricket being played and our Cricket 365 program goes into Year 2, which we're really excited about. And while we don't have the international match, we will have BBL clubs, the Melbourne Renegades, the Melbourne Stars in Darwin, playing against the Northern Territory in our top end T20 series. So there's a, a great opportunity to see Australia's best young players up here in Darwin playing two months of high quality cricket, plus some elite teams that are going to be taking on the Northern Territory in that top end series. When does that begin? Cricket 365 starts mm. uh, at the end of June, the 26th, and runs yep. all the way through until the 21st of August. So there's certainly plenty of action out there for cricket lovers. There really is, and not to mention, you know, everybody else just getting out and about and uh, and playing cricket, maybe not at that level, but uh, at a very fun social and uh, and just, you know, the grade level too. Absolutely. There's um, cricket for men, women, boys and girls for our, our clubs. Um, there's the opportunity to play indoor cricket as well, and we yep. have our junior competitions kicking off as well, which will see some interstate school teams uh, coming up to play some Northern Territory teams as well, so plenty on offer. And I know not too long ago as well, you had a bit of a, a come and try day, I think it was, for females to come and have a crack at uh, at cricket. How did that go in terms of getting some of the women involved? Really well, for the first time ever, we've got every single Darwin cricket club that has a women's team now playing on Friday night, so awesome. the, the team and the club have done, and all the clubs have done a great job in terms of getting more girls into the sport, so we still have those series um, going every yeah. fortnight at, at uh, DXC Arena to help those who are playing cricket for the first time build their skills. But, um, yeah, plenty of action on Friday nights, and it's great to see. Oh, good stuff. Well, John Morrison, CEO of NT Cricket, it's always good to catch up with you, mate. Thanks so much for your time. Anytime. Thanks, Katie. Thank you.